Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. So to the self-confidence project, I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and I'm excited to dive into uh, a topic that's coming up a lot with my current clients, which is maintaining one's identity once they get into a relationship. So many of us dive into relationships with a lot of fervor, a lot of excitement, um, and we lose ourselves in the process. We might lose little bits of ourselves in the process, so it's really unnoticeable. But over time, we can completely lose ourselves. In fact, we become so enmeshed, so merged with our partner that we don't really know who we are anymore. We kind of live to serve the other person. Our happiness is tied to them. Our sorrows are tied to them. Our anxieties, our stresses are tied to them. And so today I want to talk about how you can maintain your identity while also thriving in a healthy interdependent relationship. And before I dive into that, of course, if you're new to my podcast, thank you for joining me. Uh, Some of you that have been starting my podcast have been going way back and listening from the beginning, and and obviously that brings me lots of joy and pleasure. Um, For those of you that have been here listening to me for a while, thank you for your continued support. Um, For those of you that haven't done so already, it's really helpful to leave a rating and review on the show. Um, it gets it out to more people, right? It comes up in the searches more often and, uh, and more people can discover and find this content. So if you haven't done so, please encourage you to go and leave me a five-star rating and a review of this show. Um, okay, so maintaining an identity while having a strong and satisfying relationship with one's partner. That's, that's the objective. That is the goal. And... Of course, I mentioned just a moment ago that early in a relationship, we get excited, we share lots of things, we're, we're doing everything with our partners, we're going on trips, we're eating meals together, we're watching movies, we're even watching the same shows, and we are developing common interests. In fact, we're cementing and creating a strong foundation for our future. And then what happens is we start to become our partners in a way. I don't know if any of you have ever started kind of speaking like your partner, picking up some of their lingual language, some of their sense of humor, their sarcasm. Sometimes we merge so much. But usually this is happening gradually, right? And when this happens, we might start to feel a little off. You might not know that it's because you're losing your identity. You might just feel like, the relationship isn't feeling so good, or you're not feeling as satisfied. You've essentially, you've started to lose yourself. And that might look like 
you stop going to the gym as much because you're going to spend time with your partner instead, or you might let go of some of your hobbies or passions. Like maybe you don't do the soccer game on the weekends anymore, or maybe you've even given up some of your goals that you had or ambitions you had of traveling or starting a business or getting a promotion that you kind of held on to prior getting into that relationship. And then what happens here is over time we start to get resentful of our partner because they become a threat to our freedom. We might get very restless or anxious in the relationship. Um, We might even feel like we don't know who we are, right? We feel hopeless, maybe even leading to depression in some people. We might begin expressing ourselves in unhealthy ways, so becoming more critical or, you know, not taking care of ourselves as much. And that, of course, can cause a ripple and uh, conflict within the existing relationship, right? You can actually threaten the connection that you have with your partner. So this, this happens to a lot of us, right? We really lose ourselves. We be, become very codependent. We become very attached to our partners. We, we give up a lot of things. We sacrifice for the relationship, so to speak. But this doesn't have to be the way. Um, In fact, when we have a partner that supports us, when we have a partner that respects that we have differences, when we have a partner that respects we have different interests or hobbies or personal growth ambitions, it will enhance the relationship and cause it to flourish. That's why mutual respect is hugely essential for a long-term and healthy relationship. So ideally, what we're trying to do is get into a relationship with someone who's our teammate, our partner, they can share many of our similar interests as us, but we also have our own strong sense of identity, right? We're creating an interdependent relationship, not an independent one and not a codependent one, an interdependent relationship where we are, in fact, reliant upon each other. We're mutually reliant, but we also have autonomy. We have autonomous identities. So I want you to think about what your identity is. Big question, but what is it? How would you define who you are and what you love and what you do and your purpose on this planet or your mission or things you enjoy or crave or your your goals or ambitions, right? We want to have a really strong bond with our partner, but it's also equally important to have a sense of self. Otherwise, the relationship won't last or it will turn toxic. And of course, this means you have to have strong boundaries and know what you like, right? So I want to talk about some suggestions for maintaining one's identity in a relationship. And, uh, and then I'm going to ask a couple questions and maybe get you thinking a little bit too. So firstly, what are your own goals, right? Pursuing your own goals for personal and professional development. Before you got into this relationship, you were a separate identity. You had your own interests, ideas, connections. And in fact, it's this individuality that you had, this uniqueness that made your partner attracted to you. So it's no wonder when we lose that part of ourselves, our partners tend to pull away or, or, or you know, they don't feel the same attraction to us because it's like, well, you're, you're no longer the same person. You've given those things up. So 
Suggestion for maintaining your identity is pursue your own goals for personal and professional development. They don't have to be the same as your partner's. So make sure you keep that up. So any interests that were important to you before you got into that relationship, any friendships or connections you had that you were single that were appropriate, right? Um, any of these connections and interests, you, you don't need to give them up to have a successful relationship. Secondly, ask your partner for what you want, right? A lot of us fear asking our partners for what we need, for what we want. We're afraid that we're going to have a bad reaction. It's going to cause conflict. Well, so what if it causes conflict? If it's something you want, something you need, and it's important to address it. If you don't ask for what you need or what you want, how are you supposed to get that or achieve that in your relationship? So ask your partner for what you want. Say no to your partner. <laughs> we struggle to say no to the people we love for obvious reasons. We have compassion, we have empathy, we, you know, and also some of us do it for the wrong reasons. We seek validation from our partner, but so we do things that we wouldn't otherwise want to do just to hope to get some more coins in our piggy bank, right? So learn to say no to your partner regarding the things that you don't want or don't want to do. Because if you don't do that, you're on a fast track to unhappiness and resentment and burnout. So if there's something you don't want to do, don't do it. Talk to your partner about it, right? If there's something you don't want, talk to your partner about it. It's the only way to maintain your identity because if you say yes to everything, well, guess what? You're becoming your partner. You love and do everything that they do. Another one here is to continue spending time with your friends and family without your partner. I'm not saying never spend time with your partner and those people absolutely do that, but also carve out some time for yourself to relate to your friends, to relate to your family. You do not always need to have your partner with you. What is an experience like that you have just on your own with your family versus an experience you have with your partner? Most of us are usually very connected to our partner, so we're, we're you know, worrying about how they're feeling, what they're doing, we're tending to their needs versus just going and chilling out with people and doing it your way. And of course, you gotta make time for your own hobbies and interests, which means you have to be sacred with your time. Your time is not invaluable your time is not for everybody and your time is spent on the things that matter to you now sometimes we do things we don't totally love for our partners and that's okay and we do that to make the relationship work and there's compromises but you also have to make time for your own hobbies and interests if you don't then life is going to pass you by you won't have done the things you want to do or enjoy doing and you're going to wonder where the hell your life went right so make time for your own hobbies and interests hugely important and of course make time alone for yourself so how do you decompress unwind what are the things you like to do on your own do you even like your own company because if you don't you better start liking it this is why when people get out of long-term relationships or get divorced, they have an identity crisis. Many of us have no idea how to be alone, especially after long-term partnerships, because we didn't know how to be alone within that relationship. It's so critical to have an identity, to have a long-lasting, healthy relationship. 
So focusing not only on your partner, but also on yourself is necessary. It's absolutely necessary. So one question I want to ask you is if you've gotten into a recent relationship or you've been in a long-term relationship, I want you to ask yourself, what activities, hobbies, friendships, or goals, what activities, hobbies, friendships, or goals have you neglected or let go of since entering your relationship? What activities, hobbies, friendships, or goals have you neglected or let go of since entering your relationship? And have you noticed or what changes have you noticed in yourself as a result? Two questions I want you to think about. I'll repeat them again. Identify any activities, hobbies, friendships, or goals that you have neglected or let go of since entering your relationship. And have you noticed any changes in yourself as a result? As if you have and they're not for the positive, then maybe you want to start thinking about some of those activities, hobbies, friendships, or goals that you want to restart. And that means having some strong boundaries, communicating with our partners that there are things that are important to us, and going for it. And seizing the opportunity and seizing the day. Because having a partnership and a relationship is one of the, an intimate relationship is one of the most rewarding relationships we'll ever have if we have a healthy one if we treat it right for those of us that are in happy partnerships our mental health is soaring above others and for those of us that are in relationships that are unhealthy our mental health really is impacted and affected and that carries into so many other areas of our lives so how well do you maintain your identity in your relationship? If this has been a weak area for you, I hope that some of these points have been helpful for you. Um, if you know someone that's in a relationship that you never see because they're connected to their partner at the hip, send this uh, podcast over to them. <laughs> see if it rattles their tree a little bit. But uh, hopefully this has helped you create a little clarity on like what you can do some suggestions around maintaining your identity. I give you full permission as a dating and relationship coach to do the things that bring you joy and make you happy, even though you're in a relationship. If you have a partner that doesn't support your dreams and ambitions, if you have a partner that criticizes your hobbies and makes fun of you and, and gives you a hard time when you choose to do something for yourself versus always spending time with them, then you may need to rethink the kind of relationship you are in. It happens once okay that's one thing but if you're having repeated offenses by a partner that doesn't support you encourage you then think about how that's impacting you and the life choice you're making um lots of stuff here so thank you for tuning in to this week's episode and look forward to bringing you another one next week ciao guys <laughs>